You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 69. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. Unless this is your first time listening, then hi, it's so nice to meet you. I'm Sarah, the girl with a dry, sarcastic sense of humor who pretends to have a fashion sense. Okay, wow, that was like the weirdest introduction ever. It's just one of those days where I am just in a mood, y'all. In fact, this morning I posted this like really long hair tutorial on my Instagram stories that was a real hit with you guys. (laughs) And am I a hair guru now? Maybe. But you guys seem to think that it was funny and all I was doing was showing you how I like fry my hair and all the cheap products that I use that will probably cause my hair to go bald in like 20 years so that was a good time but speaking of instagram stories that is the subject of today's episode now listen i love me some instagram stories okay let's just get that out there i think instagram stories are such a powerful tool for businesses and brand building and unfortunately i see so many people not utilizing stories to their full potential so we're going to talk about it today okay the do's and don'ts of Instagram stories. But first, I have a little shout out to give. A couple weeks ago on the Branded Cowgirl podcast Instagram, I asked you guys to comment your weekend plans and whoever had the best answer would get a little shout out. So here we are. This shout out goes to at C underscore hanging underscore C underscore designs who spent her weekend celebrating her daughter's 19th birthday and her granddaughter's sixth birthday. And she was also sewing scarves and getting firewood with her husband and she also added that she just loves mountain life so much and I just love that for her so thank you Cassie for the comment and the support and let's dive on into the show hey there my name is Sarah Elrod and you're listening to the branded cowgirl podcast where we talk about marketing social media branding content creation western lifestyle and so much more we believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. I'm a cowgirl turned full-time entrepreneur. I've done everything from wedding photography to horse training, business coaching, and more. My mission is to help other Western women and men grow thriving businesses so that they can live out that small town dream life that they love while achieving bigger goals than they ever could have imagined. If you're ready to put in the work, grow your business, grow your brand, and enjoy the little things in life, and of course, get a little rowdy too, then you are in the right place, my friend. Let's do this. All right, sister, let's talk for a second. Are you struggling with Instagram? Like you have no idea how to make yourself stand out from everyone else in your industry and yet just wish you knew the magical button to hit to make everyone want to hang out on your page. Well, can I let you in on a little secret? It all starts with your bio. Your Instagram bio is the first thing that people read when they come onto your profile and you only have a few seconds, like less than seven to be exact, to make an impression that will either get your ideal client to stay or have them clicking off your profile faster than you could say buttercup. Okay, I honestly don't know where that came from, but you get the point. I have created a totally free resource for you to help you with this problem. This is going to help solve all your IG bio issues. If you want to be able to attract your dream client, make sure they are serving all the right people, then you need my free Instagram bio upgrade guide. Inside the guide is my five-step process to creating Instagram bios that are super clear on who you are, what you do, and who you serve. If Instagram 
Instagram is where you spend most of your time in your business, then you need to get your hands on this freebie, y'all. To get your hands on this guide, you can head to sarahelrod.com slash Instagram and snag your download. Once again, that is Sarah with an H, Elrod, E-L-R-O-D dot com slash Instagram and start upgrading your Instagram bio game today. So before we get too far into the do's and don'ts of Instagram stories, we need to talk about why Instagram stories is still important. And in fact, one of the most important features that Instagram has to offer right now. So let's break down some of the main features on Instagram and what their purpose is. Reels right now is huge, am I right? We all know this, but the main purpose of Reels is to reach new audiences and to increase your brand exposure. Reels can also serve your current audience, but the main focus is to bring new people onto your platform and learn about you. Whereas feed posts serve your current audience, like the people that already follow you. This is how you will bring them value by serving them content that entertains them, inspires them, or educates them. Feed posts can also help you reach new people through hashtags, geotags, all of that, but not necessarily in the same capacity that Reels does currently. And then stories is how you build connection and trust with your current followers. Think of it as like a journey. So someone might find your brand because of a reel that you posted and then they go onto your profile and they start scrolling your feed to see what kind of content you provide. And then if they decide to follow you based on that, they'll start seeing your stories pop up where you will really establish that relationship with them. And something I see a lot with stories is people only using stories almost as like another version of their feed, meaning that they only post pictures and texts on their stories and like reshare things, but they hardly ever point the camera at their face and talk. And this is a big, big mistake and you are missing out on so much potential. This is probably a reoccurring theme you're going to hear, but people watch stories for more than just to see links that you posted from your feed posts. If you are not hopping on video and talking, you are leaving potential customers and money on the table. And that's just the truth. Connection leads to leads. Remember that, write that down. By only posting photos, even if they're of yourself, you are not offering much additional value than you're already doing in your feed. Video is going to take you so much further as a brand, and that's just the way it works. And you can argue this with me all day long, but I'm sassy today and I'm bringing you a reality check. Can you grow without being on video and talking on stories? Yes. Will you grow as fast as someone who is doing these things like all the time? No, you just won't. And the choice is yours ultimately. You don't have to do this, but if you're, you know, one of those people that's going to complain that the algorithm is out to get them and you haven't posted a video of you talking on your stories all week, I might just rip my hair out. There is no way to cheat the system. So stop trying. Instead of fighting against it, work with the algorithm. I promise you this is going to take you further. And I get it. Talking on stories is scary stuff. It can feel very vulnerable and intimidating at first, but guess what? Just like anything that is hard in the beginning, it's gonna get easier the more that you do it, but you have to do it to get to that point. And Susie Holman said this really good when she basically said that in order to grow your account, you have to grow as a person. You will have to grow as a person by growing your confidence to show up to grow your audience. And that is a dang 
fact, yo. So now that I have you all hyped up and hopefully not mad at me, let's talk about some of the do's and don'ts of Instagram stories. So the first mistake that I see people making on Instagram stories is not giving context on their videos. Stories are automatically muted and usually people are either at work listening to them or maybe they're in a place where they don't want to have their volume on and they, or even just if you're in a place where you can have your volume on, a lot of times they're muted automatically at first and you have to click your volume button to even turn on the audio. So it's really nice to have something to read that at least summarizes what you're saying. It doesn't have to be word for word, but at least have a little something on the screen that kind of just gives the gist of what you're talking about on each slide. You don't want to like put it all on one giant thing and then have the rest of the slides not have any words on it. People don't have very much patience, so let's just put that out there. It's a lot faster for people to read a quick summary versus trying to listen to you talk about it the whole time. And if you don't caption your stories, they may just skip past it, which can hurt your engagement because if they come on and you just are talking and sitting there, and like let's say they're at work or something and they're not going to turn their volume on, there's a good chance they're just going to skip right past your stories because they're not going to listen to them. They don't understand what you're talking about. They're, you know, whatever. So that can really hurt your engagement if people are skipping past it for that reason. So it's good to have those captions on there where people can understand what you're talking about without even having to turn their volume on. Um, And then the second mistake is to misplace different features that Instagram offers on their stories. So this is like the polls option or like tags or um, anything like that or like a geo tag or something where people can click on it. You'd want to make sure you're placing it very strategically on the screen. So for instance, with polls, if you place the poll feature a little too close to the bottom or the right side of the screen, there is a good chance that people might accidentally click the wrong button. So like the yes button is automatically on the left and the no buttons automatically on the right. And if you put a poll up and you have it like at the bottom right hand side of your screen, people are typically clicking the right side of the screen as they're going through kind of in the bottom corner of the right side as they're scrolling through stories. And if you have your poll over there and the no side or that right side of the poll is too close, there's a good chance they might accidentally hit the wrong button, which can lead your results on that poll a little skewed. Um, I've done this so many times as I'm like tapping through people's stories really fast. I've like accidentally voted on things and I voted wrong and then I have to message them and apologize and tell them that I didn't mean to hit that button. (laughs) And so it's always just kind of like awkward and annoying. So you want to make sure that you are posting those little features. I like to make them just a tiny bit smaller than what they automatically pop up as and then keep them pretty high and or at least in the middle of the screen, not where people might naturally be tapping to scroll through. The third mistake that people make on Instagram stories is not making digestible content. So kind of going back to what we were saying before about giving context to your videos, you don't want to put everything on one slide either. If you're making a talking video and then let's say it takes up like four slides on your story, you don't want to put everything all on that first slide and then have the rest of the slides not have anything because you want that content to be digestible. You don't want to have one giant long paragraph of text on your 
your stories either. I see that a lot where people will post this huge thing from top to bottom of the stories that goes on this big long rant. You really want to make it broken up into multiple slides so that people can retain the information better instead of having to pause and read it for like five minutes. But you also don't want to make it like so long to where it takes a hundred slides to get one message across. Don't put like one sentence on every slide, but maybe break up your paragraphs into multiple slides just so people can process one chunk at a time instead of having to sit there and like take it all at one time. It's just going to be, you you decrease your chances of getting people to click off of it. Because again, if you come across this huge long thing, there's a good chance that people are going to say, I'm not reading that and then click past it. But if it's shorter little bursts of information, they're more likely to stay there, which is going to boost your engagement the longer that they sit on your stories. The fourth mistake is not tagging the person that you are shouting out in every single slide that they are a part of or that you're trying to talk to them or talk about them on. So you have to keep in mind that people cannot repost stories unless they're tagged in it. And this happens so much, even with me, where people will like tag me in something on stories, but they only tag me in like the first story slide, but then they continue to talk about something that has to do with me for like the next three slides, but I'm not tagged in them, so I can't reshare them. And that can be a little frustrating because if I post it on my story, I can only post that one first slide where maybe they haven't even really gotten to the point yet about why they're talking about me. But now it's awkward and it doesn't really make sense for my audience to watch it because it's only like half of what they were intending to say or part of what they're intending to say. So your chances of getting reshared for that reason could be less because people might not want to share that with their audience if it doesn't really make that much sense. So just keep that in mind that if you're going to talk about something, if you're leaving some sort of review or you're with somebody and you want to talk about them and you want them to reshare that content, make sure you're tagging them in every single slide that has to do with them so that they can share that whole sequence of slides instead of just like one random slide part of it. Those are all of the mistakes. Well, they're not all of them, but those are kind of the main ones that come to mind when I think about currently where we're at with stories. So let's move on to the positives and the do's and things you should be doing on Instagram stories. So the first thing is you should be posting videos, videos of your face. You should be talking how you normally talk as if you were FaceTiming a friend. Don't try to put on like your professional robot voice. You don't want to come off as like this really poise, professional person, unless that's like part of your brand and how you want to come across. But a lot of times I'll have these photographers that I work with um, or any brand for that matter, but that they're basically saying their ideal client are like these bubbly, outgoing people that are just so vibrant and lively. But then they show up on their stories as the business owner and they are just dull and not outgoing sounding at all. And what I think you don't realize is one, it's your own securities that's causing you to be like that. And I get that. I get that it's it's not always easy. And if you're not like a super loud outgoing person, it's not and not saying you even have to be like that to be successful because that's not true. But you're going to attract those like louder, outgoing, vibrant people by being 
that thing. So if you want to attract more goofy people, you have to learn to be comfortable with being goofy on your story. That's just how it is. You have to be willing to like put yourself out there and and put out the type of personality you want to attract. So again, whatever and whatever that is, again, it might not be goofy. It doesn't, I think people think like in order to be successful, you have to be like really loud and bubbly and stuff. That's not true. Some people are not attracted to that. That's more my personality. But if you are like that really soft spoken, like romantic photographer that wants like these really intimate, spicy type shots, you know, that's going to attract a certain type of person. And like that, that's like a certain type of vibe and mood and personality. Whereas my personality is, I don't care about aesthetic that much. Like I care more about personality and fun and goofy and couples that are more willing to just like laugh with each other versus be steamy with each other. I think the steamy stuff is cool, but it's just not my cup of tea. I resonate so much more with the goofy and the fun. And I love how the pictures come out when it's like that versus like super artsy looking. I just don't think that's real life. The, that was like a big long tangent. (laughs) The second thing that you should be doing on your stories is posting throughout your entire day. You don't just want to hop on your stories and talk first thing in the morning and then never show up any other time throughout the day. You basically just put out like 500 slides in the morning and then that's it. You don't, you're not engaging, you're not talking, you're not showing anything a part of your day for the rest of the time. And the reason why this is a disadvantage if you don't do this or why it can be an advantage if you do do this is because let's say, like I always like to say post at least minimum three times a day because people are on social media at different times of the day throughout the day they you know and the whole goal here what am I trying to say the whole goal is to be like at the front of mind if you are trying to you know get a new customer or you're trying to bring awareness to something you want to be front of mind of these people so that next time they're like oh I need a photographer they know they're immediately jumping to you or oh I need a graphic designer they're immediately jumping to you oh I need leather work done they're gonna jump to you whatever it is that you do and so if you show up let's say first thing in the morning then whoever logs on to Instagram first thing in the morning they're gonna see your stories okay cool now the day goes on they log on at lunchtime and oh there you are again you posted something else so now they're checking that again and then now they're getting off work it's going into the evening and oh there you are again so you're always kind of staying front of mind and the nice thing about this is stories doesn't go by any sort of algorithm it's all chronologically based so you are just gonna if you're the first one to pop up on stories like if you posted the most recent story then you're gonna show up first on their uh, feed or on their profile or whatever when they're looking through their stories so you just want to do that throughout the day because if you post everything in the morning and then other people are posting throughout the day your stories are going to get pushed to the back so the people that log on maybe they don't look at Instagram at all until the afternoon um, your stories that you posted that morning might not show up until later in the day so you just want to make sure that you're constantly giving little touches throughout the day of like hey here I am remember me this is what I'm doing so that that people are just reminded that you exist and that they're always being, you're just staying front of mind. So it's really good to just show up throughout the day. It doesn't have to be much. You don't have to have like a hundred million things to say every single time. Just showing a little bit about your day, a little pieces here and there is all it takes to make this work for you. The next thing that you really want to be doing on Instagram stories is adding engagement boosters to your slides, such 
as like polls, question boxes, voting boxes, all the little things that you can add um, onto your story is going to be really good for boosting engagement. So this not only does that, but it will also make your followers feel like you value their opinion. I think it's really good instead of just going on stories and just talking and talking and talking, it's good to break it up with like little things that ask people to interact with you because it just, it brings them into what you're saying versus just like saying it. So if you have something to talk about, you're maybe you're teaching something or you're going on a rant. I don't really care what it is, but you, if you're putting up little boxes, like as you go, that's like, what do you think about this? Or, you know, do you feel the same way or, or whatever that might be? It just brings them into the conversation and they can feel one, like their opinion is heard and that they're valued and that you care about what they have to say. And it also boosts your engagement. So we love that. And then the last little tip I have for what you should be doing is posting a video of your face the first slide of the day. So when you are going to make that first post of your on your Instagram stories, make sure it's a video of your, of yourself like talking or at least a little picture, like a fresh picture that you just took or a boomerang or something. You just want to show your face. Um, I wouldn't post like a picture that's like a, a pretty content photo of yourself first. Like don't do that. We already talked about this. You want it to be something that's like live. Like this is what I look like first in the morning like how about you um you know make sure but you just you want to show your face because those tend to do better and if you have like the most engagement first thing in the morning then it's going to just leave your your instagram account in good standing for the rest of the day so the first thing that you post make sure it's showing your face and then you can throw in other things later on you can share posts later on you can add whatever you want but when kind of on the subject of sharing posts i see a lot of people just sharing other accounts posts a lot on their stories like if they are scrolling through their own feeds and they see a post that they like they'll click the little share button and they'll share it to their stories and that's fine to do there's nothing wrong with that but you have to keep in mind that if you're doing that a bunch in a row like if you're a wedding photographer and you follow a bunch of other wedding vendors and all you're doing is sharing other people's posts and like you never show your face and you never talk about anything you're just sharing other people's stuff this is hurting you because people follow you they want to see you not necessarily other people's posts now that's resourceful and can't there is a time and place for that because again as a wedding photographer that could be bringing value of like hey check out these vendors that I really like to work with and then you share them but if you're just randomly throwing up people's pictures and there's like no real context about it or if you're just like look at this cute photo it just doesn't do a whole lot and you run the risk of people clicking off your stories to go look at that post and to see what someone else is doing and and then they can kind of get sidetracked and maybe they follow that person and now they're engaging with that person instead of engaging with you and then they never come back to your stories because they just got so sidetracked so you don't want people clicking off your stories that much um you want to use that very strategically if you're going to have them click off make sure it's for a good reason and that it's very intentional and not just like every single day you're sharing like a whole bunch of other people's posts and even your own feed posts you don't want to overdo it too much you don't want to be having people click off um and constantly going somewhere 
somewhere else. You want people to try to stay in that one place and then, you know, sit with you in that moment for a little while. It's just going to help boost your engagement, um, bring your numbers up, and just make people get to know you a little bit better instead of only sharing what other people are doing. All right, guys, I hope that all makes sense to you and that you learned some of these tips and that you're going to start doing the things that we talked about doing and you're going to stop doing the things that we stopped talked about. Stop stopping doing stop doing you're gonna stop doing the things that you shouldn't be doing yes okay logic i can say words um anyway i love you guys thank you so much for tuning in and i'll see you in the next one hey thanks for tuning in to another episode of the branded cowgirl podcast to stay up to date on the show give input ask questions and more make sure to join the exclusive facebook group just for listeners you can also follow us on instagram and check out all of the show notes by going to sarahelrodblog.com slash branded cowgirl podcast that's sarahelrodblog.com slash branded cowgirl podcast and if you have not yet make sure to leave a review on apple Podcasts so that this show can continue to grow and get into the ears of more Western creatives just like you. All right, y'all, I will see you in the next one.